Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me as we dive into episode 27 today, and we pray our way through four different subjects. We're going to be in worship for a moment. We're going to be in Psalm number 20. We're going to be doing a personal prayer and a prayer for our culture. We're going to open with worship this morning and just kind of an opening prayer. We're going to be focusing all week long on God as our helper, and we have three verses for that this morning. We have Hebrews 4.16, Psalm 54.4, and Hebrews 13.6. I'm going to read all of them and then pray. Hebrews 4.16 says, Therefore, let us approach the throne of grace with boldness, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in time of need. Psalm 54.4 says, God is my helper. The Lord is the sustainer of my life. Hebrews 13.6 is similar. The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can men do to me? Let's pray. Father, I'm so grateful to be able to be here this morning, and I honor you as a helper to us. First, that acknowledges that I need help. We need your help. We submit our hearts to you in in knowing that we can't do this ourselves. We need your help. And we know that we can boldly approach the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in time of need. You say that that is available to us in our time of need. That helps us. You are the sustainer of my life. I will not be afraid. What can men do to me when you are my helper? Father, as we go through this morning, I honor you for that all the way through this prayer. Honor you as a helper to your people. I ask for your help. I ask for your help even in this broadcast. As I progress through this prayer, I ask that you would guide my thoughts, guide my heart, guide my mind into the things that you want me to pray. Help me in all that I do and all that I say to honor you today because it's for your glory that we are here. In Jesus' name, amen. We're in Psalm 20 today. We're going to do all of Psalm 20. Psalm 20 and 21 are a pair of royal psalms. Now, what that means is that they're connected with the kingship of Israel. These two particular psalms are set at a time of battle, and they are prayers on behalf of the king. Today, we have them asking for God to grant the king's request and certainty that God will answer those requests. Now, you'll see when I read the title, it says that David is the author, but there is good chance that as David is addressed in both the second and third person, so you'll hear him talked about and spoken of in this psalm, that there's actually a third party reciting this prayer on his behalf. So the title is Deliverance in Battle for the Choir Director, A Psalm of David. And I am going to add very little to this psalm. I'm going to personalize it as I read it. So I'm not going to read it and then pray it. I'm actually just going to pray these words and insert what's appropriate. May the Lord answer us in a day of trouble. May the name of Jacob's God protect me. May he send us help from the sanctuary and sustain us from Zion. May he remember all of our offerings and accept your burnt offering, Selah. Lord, in this case, remember when you look at me that you see Jesus' offering on my behalf. May you give us what our heart desires and fulfill our whole purpose. We will shout for joy at your victory and lift a banner in the name of our God. May the Lord fulfill all of my requests. Now I know that the Lord gives victory to his anointed. He will answer us 
from his holy heaven with mighty victories from his right hand. Some take pride in chariots, others in horses, but we take pride in the name of the Lord our God. They collapse and fall, but we rise and stand firm. Lord, give victory to the King. May he answer us on the day that we call. Amen. For ourselves this week, we're praying against self-centeredness, against self-absorption. And I read this quote yesterday, but I think I might read it every day, just because it's a great reminder of the state of our hearts. Our natural, sinful hearts have a tendency to be self-absorbed, thinking of how any change in circumstance or relationship will affect us personally before we think about anything or anyone else. This kind of selfishness brings consequences both for our own soul and for those around us. And that's from Stacey Roach. We're praying in Galatians 2.20 and Luke 9.23 today. Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you for loving me and giving yourself for me. I have been crucified with you. It is no longer I who live, but you who live in me. And so the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in you. With that basis for my life, Lord, how can I be self-centered? If I am living in the flesh by faith in the Son of God who loved and gave himself for me, I will have the attitude of Jesus also, and I will want to live and give myself for those around me. Lord, increase that in my heart today. Get rid of the self-centeredness, the self-absorption, the self, 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 and replace it with your spirit that is more concerned about other people and about loving and giving of yourself within me, through me. All right, let's go on to Luke 23, 9, 23. And he said to all, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Jesus, we hear that verse a lot. Like, that's a common verse. We all have heard it. You say, if we would come after you, let him, let us deny ourselves and take up our cross daily and follow me. And we tend to focus on the take up our cross part. But before it says that, it says that we should deny ourselves. Help us deny that part of ourselves that wants to be all about us. Let us turn our backs on self and take up our cross every single day and follow you. If anyone would come after you, let us deny ourselves, take up our cross daily, and follow you. Help us learn to do that, Jesus. Help us learn to deny ourselves, take up our cross, and walk in your way. In Jesus' name, amen. We are back to praying about COVID-19. That is where we started with this broadcast months and months and months ago, and we are back because it is spiking and it is still a part of our culture. No matter what you believe about the virus right now or what political stance that you take on it, it's still affecting our decision-making. It's still affecting our institutions like our schools and our churches, and there are still huge numbers of decisions being made across this country every day, both by policymakers and by families, about how to deal with the threat of the virus. So we're praying for guidance this week. And today we sort of are focusing on the policymakers side of it. We're on Proverbs 11.14 and 20.18. And I'm going to read them both. Proverbs 11.14 says, For lack of guidance, a nation falls, but victory is won through many advisors. Proverbs 20.18 says, Plans are established by seeking advice, so if you wage war, obtain guidance. 
Father, Proverbs, we know, are general truths. So these are not promises to us, but generally speaking, if we wage war, we should be seeking advice, seeking guidance through many advisors. We are waging a war. Our culture is waging a war against an unseen, too small, microscopic enemy that never will give up. And we need the advice of experts. And so I pray that our policymakers would listen, would know the right advisors to listen to, and then would listen and take action based on truth. And Lord, I pray that you would give those advisors truth. It's hard right now. Nobody knows. Well, we know more than we knew three months ago, but we don't know a lot. And so I pray that the advice of our experts would be disseminated to those who need to hear it. I pray that it would be guided by you. I pray that our policymakers would listen and hear that advice. I pray that each one of us as family members who are making decisions, that we also find guidance in the right places. Lord, there's so much conflicting information. There's so many people with agendas. Lord, help us to find the correct advisors to make the right decisions for our families. That might look different in all of our families, but help us to find the place that gives us the guidance to make correct decisions, godly decisions for ourselves and our families. I pray as the amount of information overload that we all have, that we would be able to sift through it with your guidance. And I pray that for the government and policymakers as well. They are making decisions based on a huge amount of information as well. And we don't know how much of it is truth, how much of it is not truth, what to believe and what not to believe. And I pray that they would have hearts that would be open to your guidance. Pray that instead of automatically thinking we know the answer, that we would instead have hearts that would listen and learn. I pray for us to be listening to you first and then to advisors that you are guiding. And I pray that you would guide the advisors, guide the people making policy, guide the people advising the people making policy. Lord, we need your help. And you are a God who helps. So I am counting on that. I'm counting on your answers to these prayers. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining me in prayer this morning. I do so appreciate it. I do this every weekday, and we'll be back again tomorrow and would love to have you join us again. If you're watching the broadcast and you found it helpful, I would love it if you would share it with a friend, someone who would appreciate this and would join their hearts to ours in prayer. If you're a podcast listener, it would significantly help us to reach more people and let them join their voices with us in prayer if you subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. My heart is that as we pray together each day, that we will all grow in our prayer lives, that God will speak to you in your circumstances, just as he speaks to me in my circumstances. And I know that he will answer these prayers in mighty ways. But most of all, I pray that you will fall deeper in love with the God who gave us these words that we are praying. Amen. Amen.